hearts on my card again. At the crib telling your girl that we should order in. Tell G to put his feet up on Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming, bienvenue, bienvenidos. Welcome to Write the Radio. I am your boy Bobby Dubs. Sitting across from me is Rob Manoff. What up? <laughs> we are going to do some Write the Radio we do not have our brother Matt Maritaire with us today. He has other things to do, a little schooling. It's always good to get your education, but we're going to hold it down for Matt. It's a special episode because just last week made it a year that the Write the Radio podcast has been blasting through your speakers and through your headphones. Uh, we started this thing last October. We've had a whole bunch of fun. We had a lot of different people come on the show. We raised a lot of different topics. We talked our shit. It was, it's been fun. And we're going to do it again today. We're going to rehash some things, some memories if we have time. But uh, let's go. Let's start off with some football. You know, Sunday we got a big win. The Eagles blew out the line. Hold on, hold on. I want to say something. Go right ahead, sir. So last time I was here, yes. I went on nosebleeds yes. afterwards. All right? Yes. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Taylor loved talking to those guys. So I'm going to make his ass talk to us tonight. Oh, absolutely. I'm Taylor here. has been the backbone of this podcast for this last year. We need more Taylor on this We show. need more Taylor. Especially because it means less Hashtag me. Hashtag give us more Taylor. So I'll, just more. Bring, I'll just bring John's energy from the pre-show. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do it. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know but, why. You know, Barcher, I mean, I like him. He, he can get me fired up. I don't get like that, he's doing it though. on purpose. He's, <laughs> you need to stop feeding into it. What? He's doing it on purpose. You need to stop feeding into it. I'm looking at his face going, I know I'm going to make this man I just, snap. I just, drank a, anyway. I just drank a rock star, yo. He, this, is like, <laughs> this is like when I'm on Twitter with pre-workout in the morning, and I'm just typing like 9,000 fucking things. So he just catches me. I, I should drink my uh, caffeine after I see Barcher. Yeah. yeah, do that afterwards. But... <laughs> Oh, man. Like we're saying. All right, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> Eagles play Sunday. Got a big win, big blowout victory uh, against the Detroit Lions. Um, do we look differently at Nick Sirianni's big plant speech after, you know, they kicked the Lions' ass? Or does we're still like, no, nah, that was stupid. Oh, man. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm probably going to piss them off now. I don't think it was stupid. I think the, the analogy made sense. I think what was stupid about it is you're telling a bunch of 300-pound grown men that there are a bunch of plants and shit. Like, but the actual analogy, like, I, I get it. Like, you keep watering a plant, watering, 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 and eventually it'll grow. Like, I get it. the fertilizer, All right. He just, he can't really, like, <laughs> he didn't really deliver it in a way where, you know, you know. But I get it. I get it. I get it. Or, I mean, I think it was funny that, that Kelsey said that, but if they would have lost, it would have been a different, different story <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, you know, to me, I'm with you, actually. I don't think it was, like, super stupid. I think it's kind of hokey, kind of funny, but it, was cor- it makes sense. It's, it's cornballish. It was cornball corporate <laughs> team-building shit. Exactly. Some shit you hear on a retreat somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> you go to the mountains, and we got to do this retreat about team-building and <laughs> falling to my shoulders. And, and it's, it's, not a, it's not exactly what you want to hear as a fan when the team's awful. Right, yeah. right Taylor? <laughs> Taylor? Taylor. Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Did you mind? Yes. Did you mind the the flower I'm speech? Just, and does it have any greater importance to you after they kick the line? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I knew you were. I don't. Attention. I don't care about anything Nick says. <laughs> it's just garbage. Taylor doesn't give a damn. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. They are. They are the team of like saying stupid shit. <laughs> but 
also to go ahead with that because they did win the game. They're now three and five, I believe. Does a win against the 0-7 Lions mean much going forward? Is this something you can build from? Was it uh, enough of correcting certain mistakes? Like, you saw them run the ball a lot to the tune of over 200 yards. They didn't depend on Jalen Hurts that much. Is that, is that the formula going forward to win a bunch of games? Or is this an aberration? Hey, let's give them what they want one game where we'll run it down their throat and then he's going to go right back to trying to make Jalen pass 50 times. I don't know. I don't think you can continue to win like that. I mean, it's just not sustainable. I mean, that Derrick Henry uh, doesn't even – they don't – fucking Tannehill doesn't even throw less than 15 times, He's right? going to throw more. He's going to throw more now, now than Derrick Henry's hurt. But, uh, <laughs> like, I, I I don't know. Like, a lot of people were like uh, – I saw some people write, like, oh, look, it's uh, Sirianni finally found a way to help Hurts. Like, was it? Or did, did, did Sirianni actually just see that it was working and say, fuck it, let's keep going? And if it's the second part, if it's the latter, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because now he's recognizing in-game something's working and he's just going to keep going at it. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see where he goes from here, whether he keeps with the run game, he gets Jordan Howard more active. At least get balanced. Yeah. I mean, you don't have Miles, <laughs> Miles Sanders right now, so you're going to have to lean on uh, Jordan Howard and – Boston Scott and all of those guys. You're going to get Gainwell in the passing game, not as much as a runner, but like you're going to be able to see now what he can do when he does truly have like a running back by commission, you know, where it's not a one guy getting a bunch of carries or trying to see if you can plug a guy in and give him carries or you're just doing what works. So I think it's something they can build on. Everybody I, I heard last week was telling me, oh, the, the Lions aren't really 0-7. They, they, they're better than their record showed them. Or No, you are what your record are. They yeah. got troubles finishing games, winning games, ending games. Nobody should win in there like, no. Like, there were people who legit thought the Eagles were going to lose that game to a team that hadn't won a game. I thought so. I, I'm I, like, I don't give a damn how much Dan Campbell raves about biting people's fucking kneecaps. <laughs> they don't. They can't win. Their quarterback is ass, and that team isn't good. So I actually thought. I actually thought. <laughs> The Eagles could lose because I just think the Eagles can lose any game at this point. Like oh, I'm not true, obviously, but I'm, I'm like, not going to say that. Like I mean, they can go out and have 15 penalties, you know. But that has seemed to I didn't also think, show yo, up in the last couple of weeks. They haven't been making those bonehead mistakes, I, I, and I didn't think they were going to trounce them like that. Like I don't think anybody thought that was going to. No, happen. I mean, and the Lions have hung with other teams a little bit, so. I don't know. Worked out. <laughs> if, they can, if they can build on it, like, just, just like, it's just wild to me that they went from such one extreme to the other and people are celebrating. And I'm like, dude, you can't I mean, just do that. Like, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like, they gave up six points, but are we done with criticism to Jonathan Gannon? Like, is he, are we going, oh, no, he's okay coordinator now? Or no, it's, no. it's still shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's he, you had to deal with, with games like this. And after wins like this, you start kind of you know being soft on guys that weren't you know bringing it the last few weeks and that, that's that's where I'm at like I, I didn't really take much from the game like my concerns about Hertz are still there my concerns about Sirianni are still there and Gannon are still there like you won on an anomaly like who the fuck rushes for 45 times for 275 yards in this <laughs> league anymore like you don't win like you don't win like that these no. I mean Doug did it before Doug, Doug came out and ran one game, the Green Bay game or whatever, and ended yeah. up winning. And then what happened? You, can't, you just can't do it. 
<laughs> or he got told by the, the owner to not to run. Yeah, don't do that no more. <laughs> so like, I, I didn't take much from it. I would look I'm a big so I'm usually a big like when uh for the Sixers, like when they lose a big game when they were young, I always wanted to see how they rebound the next game. Um and see if the the same shit carried over. So like I think my judgment will be better after this week. Yeah, after the charging game, which so, I don't think is going to go particularly well because I think Justin Herbert is going to roast this defense. Yeah, probably. Like, I have no faith in whatever the six points they gave up to the Lions. That's bullshit and Jared Goff. I think Justin Herbert is going to light this team up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, unless unless they blitz him and he can't figure it out. I mean. And how long, how much have they blitzed all season long? It doesn't even seem to be like well, a canon thing. That's why they did it on Sunday against yeah. Goff. So I figured, all right, maybe like they'll trend that way now. I don't fucking know. Yeah, they may do some different things, but maybe like that the, was the flower coming out the ground. It's was the blitz. <laughs> it's blooming now. The defensive scheme is blooming. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, we'll we'll stay tuned and see what the Eagles do. Like we said, they're three and five. They got the charges coming up next. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to catch anybody in the division. So I mean, they're, the season at this point is just. No, aren't they in play for a wild card? Yeah, they could I be in play uh, for a wild card if Washington, things shift out. Washington, Washington and New York, they, they both they're worse. Yeah, they they're terrible. But I don't think they're catching Dallas. Dallas is like no, 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 seven and one or no. some shit like that. No, nah, Dallas just won with some guy who threw three passes his entire exactly. career. Exactly. That, that's an aberration. <laughs> like, that will not get you a win. What's in going on here? <laughs> Sometimes stuff just works. But uh, as we move right along, the things that have a lot more questions than just the Eagles is the Sixers. Uh, who? The, five, the Sixers. I don't know who they are. You don't know who they are? They're 5-2. and two. It's not that bad. But the game they lose, they give you trepidation. So it's like, are we okay with this? Are are we supposed to look at this like they're shaky? Or what's the outlook going forward if they don't get something done? Like, how good can this team be? Right now, I think of all the teams, I think they may be like five or six, I think, when I looked at it last. But there's a bunch of teams with the same record. Everybody's either yeah, six and right. one, five and two, or four and three. I mean, even even like the Bulls, they're, yeah. they're five and one right now, and they probably won't. Exactly. I don't think that's going to last. But, like, you know, there's more of the Ben Simmons thing. I want to know what you think of the whole – he refuses to take any help from the team, although he'll go and get his own psychiatrist and stuff well, like that. No. Is that does so, that mean anything? Or does it matter? To, to me, so I don't like to dive in. I mean, I've dived into it a lot, but um, if, whatever. <laughs> dude, I'm, fucking, I'm not a words. <laughs> I'm not a wordsmith, all right? Um, no, go ahead. So uh, when it comes to like mental health and certain other things, like I, I usually go back to my, my journey. Um, one of the things, and, and I found out today, is the NBA PA and the owners agreed on this. Um, mental health professionals, you don't have to use the team doctors. Okay. Um, because there is a conflict of interest there. Now, realistically, a doctor should never, you know, step aside his or her morals in order to do that, you know, help the team or whatever. But if you lost trust in an organization and you go, dude, I need help. I want to figure this out. And that organization goes, here, go to this guy. And you think that organization is the reason you're having struggles. Are you really going to use that guy? So, like, when I went, so when I when I got diagnosed with PTSD, I had to go to base. Well, my base, I was still in at the time. And I had to tell the doctor, like, this is my diagnosis. These are the meds I'm on, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, all right, well, do you want to see our psych? And I said, fuck no. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, I don't trust anybody here. Like, and, I, and there's a provision in the, the CBA that they vet it, um, 
they vetted mental health professionals through the NBA PA. And the NBA PA supplies that to the, to the players. So one thing that's being left out of a lot of uh, headlines and stuff like that is, by all accounts, Ramona Shelbourne said it, yeah. he's been in treatment since this summer. Oh. It's also yeah, been, yeah, yeah. It's also been said, I mean, she put it in her article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I thought it. But you know how things are. And she also said that he reported this to the team over the summer. So, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't, me personally, if I was him, I wouldn't use the Sixers doctor either. Um, could he report, like, hey, you know, things are getting better, you know, maybe let's shoot for this. Maybe he could be more open with the team. Sure. Yeah, I would like to know something. Like, the fact that now, I I hate the term, there's no timetable for his return. I hate that shit. Because there isn't. And like, it's not going like, to be. They're not going to be. He ain't playing. He ain't like, coming back. Exactly. He's not going to be on that. And team. honestly, if he's not coming back, this is the best case scenario for the team. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Like, you see what you got, he's not who get, you got, and then well, you go out there and you work with that. Remember the, the media circus when he got kicked out of practice? Oh, players, yeah. players don't want to deal with that shit. No. So they don't have to now. The two sides are civil now. Right? Like the Sixers are like, all right, you know, go do your thing. And Ben's like, all right, I'm doing my thing. Um, it's when they get uncivil is when things shit get bad. As long as they're not unshivel, uh, uncivil, like I'm, you know, whatever. I mean, he's not coming back. And whatever he does, he, he he's going to need to work things out because he can't not play in Philly the rest of his life. So, like, if that's his thing, just not wanting to play in Philly, like, even if he's traded, he's going to have to come back. Yeah. So, but I don't think he's coming back. No, I don't think he's coming back either. <laughs> I know there's some uh, other players that the Sixers and the Sixers fans might want to come. I need you. I went on the record, Rob Manoff, to tell me about how he feels about the fans chanting for Dame while he's shooting his free throw. It's already on record. I mean, I tweet everything, so it's out there. It's pathetic to me. Like, it is legitimately the guy and the girl in the friend zone when she's over with another guy. Hanging out, flirting. He's like, hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I like you. Look at me. The fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> alpha male bullshit coming from Mano. It's not alpha male bullshit. I, for, I own the right to say your dude is whack and you should be with me. And I don't care who you do. But is. that's not what they did. You <laughs> that's not what they did. Right? Like, if you go there, if you go there before the game and be like, damn, the Blazers are bullshit. Come here. Like, that's different. But, like... <laughs> And I was saying it out there, like that maybe NBA players getting a chant. The Blazers are bullshit. We want Dame. Nobody doing all don't that. Chant, that takes too long. Don't <laughs> chant for the other team during a game. That's it. That, that's that's the only rule I have. You want you want to go tweet at them? They didn't chant say, for the Blazers. They chanted for a Don't guy. matter. Don't matter. It's weird. It's Taylor, Taylor. weird. Let, I need Taylor it's to rule on this. Weird. Judge, Judge Credentis. It's not surprising. No, because of, they're pathetic. And desperate. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm more with Rob on this. I think the fan base is kind of weird. Listen, 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 listen. It's, it's not surprising, so that's why I don't really have a feeling listen, about it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter, right? But, okay. like, we, we walk around like we're the toughest fucking fan base on earth. We can boo anybody. Oh, oh boo. I oh, boo. We're a boo, bunch boo. of babies. That, don't buy into that bullshit. And then, and then you're somebody crying says something to us, we're crying. And then, and then when game time comes, you're crying about... Telling this guy, I don't know. It's just during the game. It does. I don't like it during the game. <laughs> if Dane was playing like this, or if 
how Dame has looked this season was on the Sixers, people would be killing him. Exactly, because he yeah. hasn't been that good. But I don't, I don't think he. So like, if you uh, uh, Portland completely changed their system. So like, I know Dame is a killer, right? And he's shooting bad, but like, it's not. He's adjusting to a system where it's not just Dame anymore. Like, and there's there's new rules in the league, and the offense is down throughout the league. Regardless, you're right. He would be getting killed. Especially if we traded him, but he's not going to play like this forever. And we, when a new coach comes in, like it's been Dame, no Dame, go do your thing for so long, and now Billups is you know trying to get other people involved except for Rocco apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think it's time for him to adjust. Yeah. Plus, if you pair, if you if you do pair Dame with Embiid, he'd have so much more room. It'd be insane. And if Embiid actually would roll, they'd probably be unstoppable. I, I think it would be a good fit. My only trepidation with any move they make is I still have questions about the coach. Man, do you think? Because you you always said even with what they got, if they they work on it, and if they add a couple pieces that aren't big time, they can still be a winner. But can they really win with Doc Rivers as the coach? Do you have any trepidation? Yeah, like I think they can. This group of guys with Doc. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean. Listen, if Joel takes that, ne- if he, he takes that Gianna step in the in the playoffs, and when I talk about Gianna step, like you saw Gian- Giannis late, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis yeah, last I was year. Like, <laughs> was gonna snap when you were messing up this Greek <laughs> man's name. <laughs> fucking Barches got me all fucked up. Giannis, um, you, you saw Giannis last year. He, not necessarily like do things different, but he saw angles different. He 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 knew when to take over. Like his mentality was different. Oh yeah, he like, went in go mode. It, like, it, it seemed like it all playoffs. clicked for him, right? So um, LeBron did it before. Like something clicked for LeBron in the playoffs before, and he, he just took over. You get the glow like Bruce Leroy. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> They're main the aura. And, and and if you look at it, the the Bucks technically won in spite of Bud. If we look at the history of the Bucks, he was about to be fired when they were about to lose in the first round. Like people were talking about him being fired, so like I remember in the league in the NBA, I, I just think like a coach can hurt you, but if your players are that good, he can't hurt you that bad. Like honestly, if Joel and, and not blaming Joel, but if he didn't go three for twenty one in uh, two f- second half collapses, if he didn't miss that layup for a win, right? We're having a different conversation about Doc right now, right? Yeah. So ultimately, it's it's on the players. Now, Doc made some dumbass mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's bad enough of a coach to hold him back that badly. That uh, you know, a a great player can't overcome that. I mean, he had the history with the Clippers. Yeah, well, the, the Clippers is the the thing that's happening with Ben right now too. Kind of like 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 he had this like weird. I don't know, like, just the players didn't like him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, not only they didn't like him, it came to a point where it seemed like they didn't like each other. Like, now, they had Blake had issues. He's in there punching people from the But even, staff the even when he was with the Clickers and they were complaining that he wouldn't adjust, like, they didn't have the players. Like, if Joel's that good, and which I think he can be, you don't need to adjust that much. Like, what, what, what happened with the Clippers is uh, who'd they lose to? He kept playing Zubak, Zubak, and Zubak, and he wouldn't switch them out, and the other oh, team the went small. Mavericks. No, it wasn't the Mavericks. It was the second round like two years ago. He, he blew a 3-1 leave. I think it was Denver, actually. Or you, It was one of the teams. They, where, beat, they beat Denver last year. 
That was with Ty Lue. It was yeah. the year before. Yeah, the year before, I think Doc was they with were up 3-1. They were up 3-1. He blew a 3-1 yeah. lead. Um, and one of the reasons was because he kept throwing he kept throwing Trez out there. It was it was the Nuggets. So he kept throwing Trez out there, and he wouldn't, uh, he didn't adjust, and Trez was getting eaten up. Well, you don't have that problem with Embiid. You know what I mean? Embiid can guard anyone out there. So, I, I mean, he is what he is. I mean, you, you're not a coach in the league that this long, and you don't win a championship by accident. So he's not as bad as people I think he is. But, uh, I don't know, probably – <laughs> I mean, I wish he, I wish they hired Ty Lue, so I, I'm not probably the person I, I, to say that. It, I was on the Ty Lue train as well. I just think with Doc, you have certain mistakes and stuff. Like you said, he doesn't always make the adjustments when he's supposed to. And then when you see the same mistakes over and over again, and it becomes a pattern, and you're like, oh, my God, like he's going to do this thing. Like, this doesn't – it makes you want to hit yourself in the head because you're thinking, if I can see it, everybody else can see it because they're commenting, they're tweeting it. He should be able to see it and not do this anymore. But then, he, you know, he does the same things and whatnot. Like, but what was what was the big thing that he did wrong in the uh, – whatchamacallit? In the playoffs. I just don't think Ben should have been on the floor as much as he was. I mean, he did take him off, though. He did bench him before. <laughs> like, at some point, he did bench him when he was getting fouled. But, like – uh, like he played his bench in a game seven. Exactly. Okay. Yes. That's <laughs> fucking foolish. But him and that bench shit. It, it went to a game seven. <laughs> exactly. But is he, who, why? Did, whose fault is it? Is they it lost twenty something point leads because of who? At home. That's, of, that's his fault. No, that is his fault. Dude. Your team lose the lead like that. I mean, that's your everybody fault. at that point. It's everybody at that point. And, and it, it, a lot of it to me, and uh, we'll get crossed on this, and I really will. A lot of it falls on Joel. Joel, like, bro, make a layup. We're up 3-1. We're not having this conversation. That's it. A fucking bunny. He was wide open. A bunny to win the game, and he missed. Like, you can't ha- you can't you can't not you can't be a 36% usage guy and fucking have back-to-back uh playoff turnovers that set an NBA record. Like, you just you just can't. Now, could it be because Ben went away? Sure. But Joel becoming a black hole in playoffs. When his back's against the wall isn't new. This is old. This is what he does. You know, a coach can only do so much. Like, like even in the Nets game, everybody they drug him because he didn't challenge a call, which he yeah, should have fucking he challenged, challenged the call. That fucking call. But like, you had Joel in there who took one shot in the last five minutes. You, you, it was sick. There was there was plenty of time. For the team to figure it out. Danny Green airballed three fucking shots in the last three minutes. Oh, like, I had a buddy who was at the game, and he was incensed that Danny Green <laughs> kept missing these shots. He's texting me, why did this motherfucker keep missing? And I was to, like, I don't know what to tell like, you. And, and to me, like, I, I, I've always thought an NBA coach was more of a uh, personality manager than anything. Now, obviously, he's going to put his coaching in. He's going to have the offense in and all. But at the end of the day, the guys get on the court. They got to play. And the Hawks just took advantage of it. The one thing I think Doc really did wrong, and I don't know what he would have done in the Hawks series, is I, I'm not sure how much Seth should have been on the floor down the stretch. Yeah, that, that game where, seven. That game where he was getting eaten up over the hurt. It was game seven. Kevin Herter. They they just eating him up. They were know? given he should not have been on him. They were given at that point. They were given him the the Boston Celtics JJ Redick treatment. But the problem was on the other end, Seth was playing so well that you couldn't take him off. Yeah, he was a bucket. So, like, I, I don't know what Doc should have done there. Like, you can't put Matisse in there 
at that point. Like, I guess it, I, I just think the team wasn't good enough last year. I think they were good enough to beat the Hawks and just didn't. Because I like, especially with now the way things are, I don't think that that Hawk team beats the Sixers now. Especially well, with the rule changes and well, that's a thing. Trey so, Young not being able to jump into people every five seconds to get calls. And that's one of the things about the Hawks game that I I, I kind of noticed is Young cared more about the officiating than the game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't. He was more about trying to get you know the officials' attention than actually winning. Because they want to be able to live and die on those type of calls, like make that the yeah. league now, and it's just ridiculous because you're not putting forth the maximum effort. You're just trying to get contact, trying to get easy points and easy buckets. Next thing, this guy's got 35, 40 because he's shooting 17 free throws. And I, I want to say another thing too. Like I'm not when I when I criticize Joel, I'm not crushing him, right? Um, I'm not saying like. You know, I, I think he needs help. Like, obviously, Ben, at the end of the Hulk season, no matter how much Joel didn't pass the ball necessarily, like, there's a reason why Ben didn't get the ball towards the end of the Hulk season. So get him a guard, and let's figure this out. And you can go get him Dame. Just don't do it during a fucking game, man. <laughs> oh, man. He's not going to let that down. Nah. But I want to I have some fun. I want to have some fun. So, because, you know, like I said, it's the anniversary. You know, Rob's time is already. He keeps looking at his watch. No, <laughs> no. But uh, I do want to play a game. It's called Who Said That, man. I want to see if you have a good memory. Uh, these are just quotes from the shows we've done over the year. I don't see if Manoff, even Taylor, you can buzz in if you know who said what quote. Great research. Oh, yeah. I was listening to us. We are fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> Make sure you uh, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Uh, first quote I got. This was when we were talking about, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Myers Leonard used to play for the Heat. Play for the Heat, he said the N-word. That was uh, while we were all in our bunk. A Jewish uh, slur. Yeah, he said it was a Jewish oh, oh, slur. Oh, oh, all right. He said it on whatchamacallit. He said all right, all right, all right, yeah. It was a so, K-word. Yeah, the K-word. That's what it was. That's what it was. Now, now I remember. I was like, but this was in response to Miles Leonard, how we opened the show. One of us said, I don't slip up and say the N-word. It's not in my vocabulary. That was me. Even if I'm fired up, my vocabulary consists of fuck, shit, and well, all the rest of that stuff. That was me. That was Rob Manoff, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. That was Rob Manoff. You can't slip up if you don't say a word. So if you just don't say the word, you can't fuck it up. So don't do it. Uh, number two. This was when we had on um, Francisco when he called into the show. This is how he was introduced. Joining us for the first time, and hopefully not for the last... Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> Who said that about Francisco? Well, that was probably you. It was Matt? Matt. It was Matt. Really? <laughs> it was Matt Maritain. Shit. Because <laughs> he followed it with my on-again, off-again Twitter beef, uh, Francisco yeah, 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 Roa. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> ah, this is one. When we first... The first show we did where we, we learned that they hired Nick Sirianni, one of us was the first person to call him the Don Sirianni. Which one of us was it? How am I supposed to know that? I didn't you were there. You were on that show. Ah, shit. <laughs> so you should know. I'm saying it's you. Yeah, it was you. me. It was Dub. <laughs> Dub's called him the Don Sirianni. We also remarked that if uh, Howie got on his nerves, he'd have a dead eagle's head in his fucking bed. <laughs> I was there. 
Yes. That was that was also when you said I became one of those guys I hate. <laughs> now I'm doing a show in my basement, but at least it's not my mom's basement. That was the same. Uh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh, during our <laughs> coronavirus run. We were all in the house. <laughs> we were sending the audio in the tape. <laughs> ah, here's I really another was, one. I really was. That At first, guy. I was like, uh, uh, this is when they, they had the courtside Karen that was bothering LeBron. At first, I was like, LeBron shouldn't have said that. But then I listened, and I was like, nah, nah. She's a fucking bitch. That was me. <laughs> that, that sounds like Manoff, yeah. That is Rob Manoff, ladies and gentlemen. That is Rob Manoff. Good job, good job. I got, I got one more. We were talking the Phillies. We were talking about how they wouldn't spend any money to get anybody. And people were saying, like, why wouldn't they spend any money? This person said, remember that whole sign JT Relamuto thing? That's where they spent the money. <laughs> was that Matt? That was Matt. Yeah, that, was that Matt. sounds like Matt. <laughs> that, that was Matt. Good job. You got, you're pretty good. You remember. What is, has Taylor had any quotes on here? Not much. Not much. Where we get to? We'll get to you got to take my spot. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. Fuck Barchard. <laughs> oh, God. We can't I'll, do I'll that. just have to root for Dame. Oh, I have to root for Dame. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what are some of the? I was just thinking of just some of the fondest memories of doing the show. I know what my favorite one was. What, what I was laughing for for days afterwards is when Rob got on his tangent about guys in the locker room showering and not closing the curtain. You were sitting where I'm sitting. Oh uh, yeah, table, so and yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Why? What is it? What do you do? The shower in the gym? They, they don't it. close the curtain." Up at uh, the Grant LA, Grant Avenue LA Fitness or whatever. Yeah. They just shower. They close the fucking curtain, bro. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. The shower is that like was... a secret pla- sacred place to me. Like, <laughs> like I don't I don't care. Like, I've seen naked dudes before. The don't shower wrong, is right? Rob's fortress of solitude. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Dude, there's a curtain for a reason. Like, what, what's the point? We all men in here. Okay, who needs a curtain? Nah. <laughs> you know what else pissing me off about? So, if you, if you don't know me, when I'm in school, I leave my house at 5.30 in the morning. I go to the gym. I go to work. And then I work on airplanes. So, like, I do wiring. But, uh, like, um, sometimes I get dirty and sweaty and stuff. And then um, I have to come up here to a tech school so I started showering at the gym at LA Fitness over here. You know what else pissing me off at the showers? They don't have a fucking like little thing <laughs> where I can put my shampoo and soap and shit. <laughs> they don't like, have a, no, for real. So these showers they don't have a shelf for shampoo. They, they have no. They have no shelf. So they don't like shelfers. If, if I bring my soap, my own soap and shampoo, right, shampoo I have to put it on like the ground outside of the thing. Are you like, bringing a bar of soap? No, like, uh, well, I use a bar of soap, yeah, but... Don't um, drop it. No, you have to bring a gel. (laughs) But even so, like, I still got to put it on the floor. It's a bottle. It's a bottle. Well, I don't don't put the soap on the floor. I have a little container. I'm a bar of soap guy, but (laughs) but even so, like, I don't want to bend over for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, get it. You're not in prison. You're at the gym. But they have have one of those things where you push the button and it gives you soap, but I don't want to use that shitty-ass soap. (laughs) So, it just pisses me off. You're making this way more complicated than it needs to be, man. I'll just put a fucking shelf in there. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Did you complain to management? No. Shelf in there. (laughs) They ain't going to do shit. Uh, Oh, man. Um, My favorite was... Probably you and Barchard arguing about Eli. I listened to that one right before I came in here. That was pretty heated. 
Yeah. I mean, it was like what he does to me every fucking show. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll, he'll gaslight the shit out of you. That's what Bertrand does. Yeah. But I, I feel like my fucking argument was sound. Like you can't start. My argument was sound, too. It was. But, but he just kept yelling. <laughs> I'm like, you can't move the goalposts on these things when it comes to what you require for entrance into certain things. Like, like I said, if you look at Eli's resume and you put it up against the resumes of everybody else that got in, you can't just be like, no, he don't deserve to get in because of X, Y, and Z. It doesn't work that way. If you can find me somebody who accomplished what he accomplished that is not in, then you have an argument. Unless you can, shut the fuck up. He's getting in, and I hope you're there to listen to his speech when he's making the stupid-ass faces that he always makes. I think he's hilarious, by the way. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. Him and Peyton are hilarious. Yeah. I saw the thing with Peyton the other day had me cracking up. He said he's got the Fog Football League with his kids, and you can, know, you can wear your last name on the back of your flag football jersey. But his kid put Jay Allen, because Josh Allen's his favorite player, <laughs> and his team is like the flag football equivalent to the, the Bills. Bills. But he said nobody else has a Bills player's name on the back of their jersey. They all got their real name. So why does my kid not have Manning? <laughs> I wouldn't put Manning on my name like, either. And he asked Josh Allen if he thought that was appropriate. <laughs> Josh was like, hey, look, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he was like, I feel ashamed. Yeah. What was another, there was another good time. Oh, but Matt, Matt offering feet pics. Oh, yeah. He was, he was thinking about getting mad in OnlyFans. That was funny. <laughs> That was funny. We need to get <laughs> Matt's ability to pull like a random player from ten. Oh years yeah, ago. oh yeah. The, the the references Matt would pull off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His matching shoes and shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the fashion because he would always because he would be in here doing um, what was it? Uh, I don't know. Dining on a dime, and then he would yeah, come yeah, in, he, was, he, would he would come do our show, and then. You know, he would still be dressed to the nines like yep. he was still <laughs> trying to convince people to eat here or drink this. <laughs> I'm like, man, no, nobody on this show cares what you wear. <laughs> but, uh, man, it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Over here. Like, yeah, the, the conversation we have, thought-provoking stuff, even when, you know, we have to get serious and stuff like that, we, we still can do it with... When were you uh, serious? No, I'm just saying, we're talking about the, the slurs and stuff like that. Like, it's still oh, yeah. somewhere, like, you know, that can offend somebody, but we handle it in a in, in a proper way in our with our own well, We're not saying the slurs. Exactly. <laughs> we're saying the people saying the slurs are fucking idiots. Exactly. Like, at a certain point, you should just not have those things in your vocabulary. Like yeah. Exactly. You know? But, yeah, I, I had fun, um, even though I quit once and <laughs> seemingly am back. I don't know how much I'll actually be back, but... He'll be back every once in a while. <laughs> He'll be like, I can't keep leaving class, so he's gonna get all pissed off at me. Eh, whatever. School's for nerds. It is. <laughs> don't get me started, dude. I don't fucking learn anything here. They teach me all the shit that I already do. It's a long story. <laughs> Taylor, how, how have you enjoyed the year? It's just good. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. You just put me on the spot. Good answer. It was awkward silence for a minute, so I just, you know, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Oh, man. Who, all right, of all the people we've had on here, who do you think the most fun? We had Francisco, we had Ashley, we had Doc did it a couple times, Barchard. I thought Barchard was fun. We had Vince a couple times. I I had fun with Vince on here. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like Vince. I love Ashley. We're calling her Woodsy and everything. Yeah, I'm not Alabama. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not answering this question. Why? 
Because, man. You're going to piss somebody off? Yeah. People care. Everybody had fun. Everybody had fun. I hated Bartrick. No. (laughs) I hate Bartrick now, too. Is he still here? Can you hear me? Yes, he can. All right. (laughs) Oh, man. He watches over the park. (laughs) I'm not. Yo, I'm coming back in two weeks. I'm just not going to talk to him. Oh, uh, he's going to chant. We. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, what do you feel about this? Have a good night, John. <laughs> you should show up. You should show up to Bell and the Birdman one of these days. Get on the mic and just have your own chant for somebody else. Like, like we won. <laughs> we <laughs> you we know won. Vince you know, nobody, nobody wants that <laughs> at all. I try to get like, in the you door. Like people showing up and cheering for people that aren't on the show. <laughs> I'm going to show up to your show and cheer for somebody that's not here. I tried to open that door and somebody would drop kick me. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Get on my show. <laughs> oh, um, man. That's all I got. Yeah. Hey, this is a short show today. I know Rob's got to get back to school. I don't want to keep him. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my instructor thinks I'm on a Zoom call with my kids. Uh, oh, he's lying teacher. on the kids. You're the kids to lie. Ooh, what else? That's what a what violation. Playing with danger. Why? A Zoom call with a teacher? I mean, this is kind of like a call, right? <laughs> if that's how you want to Bobby, rationalize Bobby, it. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Exactly. That's how you want to rationalize his lies, his web of deceit. Fuck him. <laughs> hopefully oh, he doesn't man. listen. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't listen. But <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't listen. Good, 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 good. You're a dick instructor. <laughs> <laughs> if your instructor just started talking about your takes. But, oh, dude, that was so weird. Nah, he just, he's a... He started commenting in the feed. Man, I'll be <laughs> fucking failing now. <laughs> nah, yo, he's old as fuck. He doesn't know how to get on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> oh, you can... Oh, where, can where can they find you, man? Where can they find you, Taylor? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, we don't know where they, they find, find Taylor. He they can find, Taylor find him the in the booth for Last Out Media behind the glass doing what he does, making us all sound pretty. Nah, if you want to talk hoops, just hit me up. Man off RM on Twitter. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> if you want to find me, it's at Rob M. Whitney. Uh, you can type. That's on Twitter. Go on Instagram. You can hit Robo the Writer. You can go on Instagram and hit Triple Play Media. We got a bunch of stuff. Uh, you can go check out Manoff's uh, Substack. He's got a bunch of stuff. I retweet him all the time if you want to find it. Uh, also, you can go on Facebook, type in Rob Whitney. You can also go on Amazon and grab the book. Type in Rob Whitney. You'll get hope over hurt. Go get it. It's been Right the Radio. It's been one year. We're glad to have you listening, and we out of here. Peace.